welcome to the what podcast is this this is the business design podcast oh yeah so welcome to the uh business design podcast uh i'm Ran- i'm uh i'm confused today so i'm randy baker he's dr kent and gosh we've had a busy day today we've gone to melbourne australia copenhagen and now we're going to dubai yeah we're like santa claus I mean, yeah, well, if I guess in one day. you're like Santa Claus, I'm like Rudolph, I guess. Well, have you got a red nose? <laughs> 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 Let's leave that one right there. <laughs> so we talked, we had a great conversation with um, uh, someone who speaks a language I don't speak. And I don't mean Arabic. I'm, I'm talking about the investment language. Right. So we're talking to Kareem Anabtwani who is the Chief Investment Officer at Annex Investments. And I found the conversation really enlightening, particularly towards the end. What I think I really thrive on is, is energy. And so at the start, we kind of got, we got into it. We started driving kind of a normal pace. And by the end, it was really cooking. Yeah, it was a, it was a great interview. And I found out more about the economy in Dubai than I've ever known before. So very interesting stuff. Here's our interview with Karim. So, Ahlan Karim, Kif al Hal. Ahlan Usalan, Alhamdulillah. Great to see you practicing some Arabic for today's meeting, and I must say, well executed. I I um I always practice a little bit with people who speak Arabic. I, I speak enough to be dangerous, but Oh, no way. That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so Karim, really nice to meet you. And you are the CIO. So let's start out with what a CIO is, because I have no, it's the, 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 the chief inspiration officer. That's one kind of CIO. So I guess that's what you are. Um, I'm more of a chief investment officer, but I, I hope I provide inspiration through my work. That's absolutely our goal at Annex Investments. And my job is to help pick out great investments for Annex Investments and our CIO, uh, CEO, Ahmed al Nawais, to kind of help foster his vision to help grow the tech industry within the United Arab Emirates which is a budding and newly founded uh, hub for tech uh, in the UAE. And we're trying to help facilitate that growth. As we see, you know, tech has been the leading asset class, you know, for quite some time now. And one that the UAE might not have been able to profit off of as it's only emerging now within the region. And, you know, as we go throughout the topic today, um, I hope I can help educate people on exactly what spurred this growth within our economy and where we think it's heading. I would love to go there in just a couple of minutes, Karim, because that would be super interesting. But first off, I would like to understand Annex Investments. It feels like it's more of a private equity type business than a venture capital business, but maybe you do both. So we are more closely drawn to a VC, but um, many of our concepts are in-house, actually. They are created entirely in-house by our CEO and founder, Ahmed al-Nawais. 
as well as many other things, he's helped to try to grow the tech ecosystem through the companies he's founded. And there are several. So he's, you know, to kind of walk you through it, created companies to first, for example, can create uh, websites or applications. And next, he is a founder of Emirates Angel Investors, which is an angel investment group, which can help the startups in the region find cash for their funding rounds. And he's been a large member in event planning and, um, and as well, you know, connecting people within the ecosystem. And um, we're very excited for the next project that's up and coming, which is Imagedis. It'll be a, a social networking platform, essentially, that will help connect people within the tech industry to one another to, to help fulfill all the relevant needs when it comes to, you know, their daily operations, whether it be hiring or networking in case of looking for funding or, or, or any kind of needs. We hope to kind of bring everyone to one platform where they can work together, network, and find a means to an end rather than right now how things are a bit disorganized in, in, in the landscape. And it's very hard to come across the correct strategic investor, for example, or if you're looking to hire a CFO or CTO, it's very hard to navigate who's done what and, and who's been successful doing the things that you're looking for and, and the need of help of. So we hope that Imagilis can foster you know, networking through a social platform. And that's basically what Annex has done. Now, what we're looking to do with Annex going forward is to help facilitate growth to startups, either through personal investment, through Annex, and then helping them through the, the backbone that we've built through Annex, and going forward to help grow the, the ecosystem here so that we can be on a technological hub for the Middle East. Now we're getting into my territory a little bit, which is neat. So the, the networking and the and the, the soft skills stuff, I, I love speaking about that and startups and tech. So I'm curious how you would explain this to, um, if you have a 12 year old nephew or niece, how would you explain what this is to that, to that individual? Let's say back in Texas, where I know you grew up partially in Texas oh. while you were really young. But <laughs> if you're talking to a little American kid, how would you explain this? What I would tell him is, is if he is looking to innovate and he's looking for the right people to facilitate his dreams, Imageless is the right place to find that. And that's the kind of social platform that we want to build. One where we have an ecosystem that can help spur innovation. I think he would say, what's, what, what does facilitate mean? <laughs> facilitate is when we grab you by your hand and we help you find those dreams that you love that. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go deeper for a second, and then I'll toss to Randy to talk with with you about the complicated stuff. But I'm I'm curious. So there's this this young man, well, little little boy, grew up in Texas, Nashville, back in the Middle East, DC. What is your journey, and how does that kind of add to your company? Why 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 are you important to the firm? Clearly, you have a different perspective than others might. 
Right. So I do have a you know particular background, and I, I do absolutely, and thank you for the nice introduction as well, I do think that's what has allowed me to come into this position at quite a young and very early stage in my life. I'm still only 25, but, you know, working with Ahmed for quite a while, um, I was able to show him and prove to him a lot of things, you know, um, when it came to my eye and understanding of the ecosystem. I truly think, and, and I think it all spurs from from knowing what I wanted to do very early on in life. And, and I knew that there was a gap in the region here, one that I've studied a lot while I spent time in the US, and it's the tech sector. The tech sector here is booming. It's starting to come to life because there's a kind of FOMO that started happening with the region um, when it comes to these large exits that we started seeing with the likes of Uber, buying Kareem, and et cetera. And it started to spur a little niche market within the tech sector that the government then started to open a lot of regulation to support. When I saw this gap in the market, knowing that it's exactly what I wanted to do, I knew I had to come back here and help facilitate that growth. I knew I was still young, but I had the hunger and I had a plan. And I knew that no matter how long it took, I would help myself reach those goals. And I was able to prove myself a lot to our CEO, Ahmed, working on several transactions outside of um, Annex Investments. And then he brought me on board because his vision and mine are completely aligned. We know that the tech sector is something that is, is, is a quick moving train in the UAE right now. And either you're on it or you're going to be playing catch up later. And, and for those reasons, you know, um, I think I had this clear goal from a very young age. And, and I think that's why, you know, I have been able to be quite successful from my young age. But, you know, it, it all stems from, from goals, chasing them, finding a purpose and sticking by it. You know, at, at times things may get tough when chasing those goals. But I really think that it's the fight and, and keeping on your feet that, that can help, you know, uh, get me to this, that helped personally me get to this point. And, you know, advice I like to pass on to people as well. But as well, my young age has also proved kind of to be an advantage as, you know, the tech world is something that's pretty much well facilitated and well understood by my generation. And I think... Right now, there needs to kind of be a hand-in-hand relationship with my, with, uh, my generation and the, the one before us, as we still have a lot to learn, but we can offer a lot in terms of our understanding of this new kind of frontier, which is tech. And, and, and I think that's where this generational gap can kind of find an avenue to work with each other. So... I think that's why um, I was given this position was to try bridge this generational gap and and work with someone with the experience that can facilitate and teach me and guide me and mentor me to as well help him achieve the goals that he has within the tech space. If that kind of sums it up, it was kind of a hard question to, to grasp on, but 
I hope that kind of gives you a surface level overview of, of, of why I think now I'm in this position. So now I'm really interested in the tech space. So the US has got tech centers in San Francisco, New York, and now Austin. Mumbai is a big technical center. Correct. And the Indian tech sector is having trouble breaking out of the local economy into global markets. Is that happening with with Dubai? We think of, of the Middle East, we think of the UAE as being oil followed by tourism, and now we're throwing tech into the mix. How is the local economy going to support tech development and what are the plans to take it global, which is where the big money is? Absolutely. And Randy, that is an excellent question. And you are right. There are some challenges here um, with expansion. Currently, UAE has built itself as you know the hub for tech within the Middle East. So essentially, they have loosened regulations so much that and, and provided so much you know, help to companies to come start up here, whether it be free visas, free office spaces, investments, etc. You know, all of these reasons has has spurred a lot of uh, technological companies moving from as well outside of the UAE, like countries like Jordan or or Saudi or etc. To to move into the UAE, and essentially what we're seeing now is tech startups are starting here. And, 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 and slowly starting to expand to Saudi, predominantly Saudi, since it's our largest market in the Middle East, and, and beyond. Maybe as well, Egypt is a great opportunity since the population. But outside of the Middle East or MENA, it's very hard for companies to expand. And, you know, we've seen uh, a couple pioneers who have tried and are actually quite successful at expanding outside of the Middle East, like Kitopi, which is a shadow kitchen which started here and and raised big funds, and, and their most recent round was closed by Bank of America. But, um, you know, they've expanded to the U.S., to the U.K., to China, and to other, uh, other areas within the Middle East, but it all started here in Dubai. And in no more than a year's time, they were expanding globally. But there's still one of many few cases now, regulation has allowed Dubai to kind of become the tech hub of the Middle East. And for that reason, it kind of starts here, like I said, and then grows around the Middle East. But then, right when you're starting to see the peak of each startup is when exits are unfortunately end up being the, the route chosen by our startups. So whether it be Kareem being acquired by Uber or Instashop recently being acquired by, um, I believe it's Delivery Hero, if I'm correct, for $250 million. That's kind of the trajectory that things are heading towards for startups in the region. So it usually ends up being kind of a copy of a blueprint from the US, you know, like Kareem kind of was. It was like the Uber of the Middle East, and they did go to Pakistan and other countries too, outside of the region. But they end up copying kind of like a blueprint from the U.S. And this is not the case for all, but this is kind of the cases for the companies that have seen exits so far. And then they end up being acquired by, you know, larger international conglomerates as kind of a expansion route. So Kareem uh, was acquired by Uber so that 
Uber could capitalize on the region here. Or we've seen as well, you know, Amazon came and, and, and acquired a large e-commerce company here as well and kind of came and used it as their entry route to the region. You know, that's kind of the way things are going right now. But what Annex kind of believes is that, you know, we don't want to just kind of be a marketplace for, for U.S. and Chinese expansion. We, we hope that, you know, we can help facilitate growth for our startups so that, you know, we can see IPOs, we can see, we can see founders, we can see a Middle Eastern Jeff Bezos arise, you know, and, and start to see more international expansion, like you mentioned. We're not there yet because the region is still relatively young when it comes to, to tech and innovation and startups and venture capital. But over the last five years, you can see phenomenal growth phenomenal uh, increased knowledge and understanding uh, within the industry. Uh, you can see a lot more professionals and, and key names and, 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 you know, influential people within the tech industry, within the region starting to arise. And, and personally, I believe, you know, within the next 10 years, the UAE can easily replace, you know, even probably tourism as one of its key industries through tech. Because right now, Dubai, is, Dubai and the UAE and Abu Dhabi have done just fantastic work through regulation. You know, you, you can see the innovation slowly, slowly brewing. So it's a very exciting time. There is no doubt that uh, the UAE in the last 20 years has set its sights on more than just oil. It's, right. it's clearly moving into, into other industries, which is fabulous for the economy. Right. Here in the US, just about every 23-year-old that's fresh out of university is going into Starbucks and trying to think of the next app that they can build that they can sell to somebody else. Um, right. And there's literally thousands of these, I call them useless apps that nobody wants, that people are building and trying to sell. Right. Very few people are thinking in terms of building a long-term business or building a, a, a real business. I'm going to call it real. All they're doing is building something. Something truly innovative. innovative yeah. Um, we're all thinking. And that, that is a, at pandemic levels here in the US. I'm wondering whether the same thing is happening in, in the UAE with your young people coming out of university. Are they wanting the quick a quick deal or are they wanting a more substantial future? So to be completely honest with you, you see a, a balance of both, if I'm to be completely honest. You see a lot of people who know what they're doing and have a vision. And, and you see a lot of people who are just flurrying around, creating 10 ideas and hoping one can stick on the wall, you know. But, but you know, the thing is about... The, like drawing that comparison between the U.S. and the UAE is very hard because the U.S., when it comes to tech, is, you know, almost unmatched when it comes to innovation. And it's, it's, it's very hard now within the U.S. To, to find gaps within the tech industry because there's so many smart people doing, doing so many things that it's left a lot of... It's made it very challenging, I should say, for a young innovator straight out of college to just find a truly, truly game-changing idea. 
because our economy is so much younger in terms of tech, there are so many gaps to fill. There are much more blanks and, and things that you can find in the U.S. that are extremely successful that haven't been created here yet or, or haven't been implemented. So there are so many gaps in the market that you can fill. So that's, that's why I think right now, if you are looking to get into the tech industry, we are absolutely the right place to be because, you know, the blueprints are out there. You can look at the market in the U.S. and there are a thousand, thousand ideas that haven't been implemented here yet. And all you really have to do is copy that blueprint and pay it. If you ever wanted, if you were ever that person in school that, that was great at just copying homework, this is the place where we could make you a millionaire right now, honestly, because, because right now all you really have to do is find that blueprint in, in the U.S. or in China and, and try successfully replicate it here. And, and I hope I'm not generalizing in that sense because there are still people here that are, are not copy-pasting. There are a lot more people that are truly being innovative as well and, and thinking outside that box. But the reality is, is we have a market with a lot of gaps to fill when it comes to tech since it's so young. But I do kind of understand your question. It's just harder to compare here because most of the, the startups end up being successful because the, the blueprints are out there. Now, there's historical precedents for that, that concept. I mean, China became a, an industrial power by basically copying what the Japanese invented, and the Japanese basically copied what the Americans invented. Now the, the rest of Asia is following suit, copying right. somebody else. I mean, I've, you know, it's, it's something that every resident of the UAE can also, you know, attribute to outside of just tech. You know, the, the thing that's made the UAE so marvelous is, is also kind of being a cultural hub too, and, and its ability to kind of pick the best of everywhere and try bring it here and replicate it. Um, and I think that's absolutely like attributed to the success of the UAE. It's, it's, it's truly one of the world's most successful cultural melting pots. And in and, and, and the opinion of not just myself, but I can speak on behalf of many residents of the UAE and, and, and say that that's what's made them so successful is, is, is embracing the outside world. As a as a young person, Karim, but someone who's engaging with folks of all ages, on your deathbed, which hopefully is I don't know seventy years from now or or more, uh, what do you what do you hope you will have achieved in those uh, decades? Honestly, I think about this one a lot. I think about it a lot, but but I hope I leave behind a legacy for people that will show that my success came from facilitate, facilitating the success of others. And that's exactly what we're trying to do here at Annex Investments. We're hoping that, you know, by, by finding change makers and helping, their, you know, helping them achieve their goals, we can join them on their journey to success. And I hope that we can be as well change makers within the ecosystem, within the UAE, to be the, the namesakes of this new frontier and, and carry it up. Because at the end of the day, I think that's what you know, humanity lacks and, and needs a bit more of, is, is a bit more of, uh, of, of helping one another 
and a lot less of profiting of, of one another. And and I hope that's what I can be remembered for is 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 trying to influence people around me to to always uh, look after one another and to you know help facilitate growth not for your not for personal and profitable reasons but but for a goal that you know I set out very young to achieve and and I hope you know when I am sitting on that deathbed whenever it may come I can look back and say uh, you know. I achieved exactly what I what I set out for in my in my twenties. <laughs> so, where can folks find out about you all, and um, who are you looking for? Um, so, you can find us at annexinvestments.com. Can try reach out to us through there, through LinkedIn. We're always looking for change makers. We're always looking for people trying to spur technological innovation that can move the country forward. And, and that about sums it up, uh, if, if I want to keep it quite simple. If you're looking to make change, to help bring this new frontier in the UAE closer to, to reality, please find us. And we hope that we can help facilitate that change with you. Thanks so much for chatting with us and uh, for um, rolling with the punches here. We like to keep it loose and um, really fun to talk with you. It was absolutely a pleasure and it was great meeting with you guys. And I hope that we can do this again soon. It was really a great time and a great conversation. And uh, hopefully every couple of years uh, while I'm on my way to, to the end goal, we can uh, catch up again and uh, see how things are looking. Well, thank you, Kareem. It was great talking to you today. I hadn't realized until today that there was a tech industry starting to boom in the UAE. And I think that's very exciting for both the UAE economy and for the world in general. Rarely, so I'm, I'm a, you know, writing and education guy. So in one sense, you know, hearing about, you know, how <laughs> copying somebody else's work could be a good thing. I was, I was thinking, oh, no, this is terrible. And then I thought, yeah, well, you know what? The best lessons in business, the best lessons, you know, in, in my field of study music, the greatest composers, they studied the greats and they copied them. They, they burned the score afterwards, but copying greatness often leads to greatness. So it was great hearing how the tech sector in the UAE is, is learning from the way the world has done this in the past. Find somebody who has done it before and copy what they did. and that leads to success. And it's the same in many different areas. It's the same in business, which leads me to suggesting that you guys should go to thoughtpartnergroup.com, do our free assessment, we'll respond to you. We may be able to help you on the way to success. Or if you want to kind of see our, our copy of that, that's a, a whole lot cheaper and you do everything yourself and stand on one toe in nearly zero gravity or two or three atmospheres, depending on what you prefer, go to crazymba.com. And you'll find that is significantly less expensive.